RHD 107.9 Life, Michaela here with you and I'm joined here, of course, by James Meston. James, how are you going today? I'm very well, sitting on the other side of the desk, it's I weird. I know, I know, back in the driver's seat today. It, you know what, it's good to be here actually, I'm loving the view from the front window, so to speak. Yeah, we are in, I've got my back to the window here, so I can't really see much, but uh, people would be able to get a very picturesque view of Kintour Street here in picturesque oh, it's beautiful. Italian it's really Riviera sun, style Theberton. It's well today. It is a nice day. It's a beautiful day, it's a bit chilly, a bit of a breeze, but it's really beautiful beautiful out there. We have so, 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 so much to talk about. I'm practically bursting at the seams to get into it, James. Oh my God. I truly am. It's a bit concerning, so we better do it straight away. Okay, yeah, let's get on with it. We've been doing so much. Don't burst at the seams too long. (laughs) That can be bad, man. We've got to jump right on it. We've been doing so much podcasting lately. We've had four School Life podcasts come out, all released in a matter of, what, maybe just over two weeks? Yeah, that sounds about right. Four, all dropped at about the same time, which is incredible. Mm. Um, So if you'd like to check those out, be sure to go and find them wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, anywhere will do. And coming up, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be going back to high school and playing what I like to call the catch-up game. Ooh. Do you know what the catch-up game is, James? Well, does it mean catching up with people from high school? Oh, my goodness. How did you know? <laughs> wow. Because, you know, I, because I've played the catch-up game, maybe? I you don't have. Know. You're, see, that's... And uh, the thing but, is... But back in my day, we just referred to it as catching up with people from high school. It didn't have a game name. Oh, it's a game now. Okay. Right. It's a game. It's All a game. Right. And then, of course, the silly, weird, and just write down odd memories that you have from your childhood that mm. make you say to yourself, why on earth do I remember that? I've been thinking about this. I've got a ripper. You've got a good one. Well, this ripper. actually all started because of a chainsaw. Well, I mean, I say chainsaw, but I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> I say chainsaw, but I mean rubber duck. <laughs> <laughs> I say chainsaw, but I do not know anything about electric tools. Sounded like a big broom broom kind of chainsaw thingy, so we're going to roll with it. Uh, that was making a ruckus this morning outside of our office window, James, while you actually weren't there. So now, I have to clue and, you and, in on But I, I know, yeah, yeah, t- tell me all about it, but I think I know why it happened. You and do? it happened during my birthday morning tea <laughs> celebration, and it was an event that was so full on that it's meant that workmen have had to come in. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't, okay, we'll get to that, we'll but I'll tell, that you, I'll tell minute, you all about it. But it all started, this whole memory thing started because of the ruckus that was happening outside the office window. Oh, and so it's like Holly, a sense yes, memory. Yes, yep. and um, Holly, a girl in our office, was... Um, chatting about a memory that um, it sparked for her. Okay. So we're talking about that later. And, of course, we have got tons and tons of amazing music on the way. Songs from Kylie Minogue, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. But right now, this is Harry Styles with Adore You. What a classic. Never going out of style. You're listening to ArchD Radio 107.9 Life. ArchD 107.9 Life. That was Kylie Minogue. We are here today. I'm with James again talking about what it's like catching up with everyone that you went to high school with for the first time after you left. Now, you've done this just recently. You I have. Yeah. So that's why this has come up because I actually do. Well, I joined the Shocks Choir, which is the Sacred Heart Old Collegians Choir. Okay. And it's the first time that I've seen so many people that I graduated with since graduation. So no, paint the picture. So the where pic- was well, it? When was it? Wh- well, it was back at our old stomping ground, of course, because where else would we do the Shocks Choir other than Sacred Heart Deborg? And it was really good. It was really great. Although the only thing that I will say, which I hate doing, James, is the catch-up game. Okay, talk to me about the catch-up game. The catch-up game is when you have to do that awkward thing. And see, it's not not just catching up with people. That's what it is. It's not just like doing the, oh, hey, how are you going? Like the small talk. Playing that thing of how much small talk is too much. Like how much Mm. is just polite and how much is okay. 
Can you do small talk usually? I have a lot of trouble with it. I'm okay. Here's my thing. I'm fine if the other person's fine. If someone else starts to freeze, I'm uh-huh. like, ah, I don't know what to do. So this is for me. Then this is where the game part comes in. The yeah, catch up right. game. It's almost like going. I'll play tennis with you if you're happy to play tennis with me. Yeah. Then we're playing tennis. Yeah. So you're not talking about anything. It's not particularly authentic and real. No. Do you know what I mean? You don't yeah. like stand with that person and just go. I'm lost. You don't say. You don't. You don't get into is it because then people will be like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to go over and here and talk to uh, uh, Janine." I don't know where I got that name from, but I've met anyone from school called Janine. I'm going to go over and talk to Janine because she's showing me photos of her pets. Yeah, way better because she knows how to play the catch-up game. She is. You don't know how to play the catch-up game. game. <laughs> you play this dark Absolutely. version of the catch-up game. Here's the thing about the catch-up game, though. Okay. You mm. still do the catch-up game, right? You still do it to to a certain degree. It yeah, never, well, ever w- ends. What, yeah, but the thing about you graduated in 1992, you have a lot less energy. So you just kind of sit there and go, oh, are you tired? I'm tired. I'm that's a, that's, what, that's, the what, the ca- that's what the catch-up game is. I have that to look for. It's a exactly. mutual I'm, understanding. I have aches. <laughs> My knees are not what they My used to be. My knees are not what they Well, they, they're not. They're definitely not, <laughs> they're but not. not. The thing that I want to talk about with the catch-up game mm. is specifically, have I lived up to to what I wanted to be doing when I was in high school. What, in less than a year? Yeah. What sort of- Well, okay, well, it's not like I've completed my 10-year plans in a year. I'm not doing that well. But, like, in high school, if you're going, where do I want to be in a year, Mm. am I there yet? I guess so. I mean, I think it's all relative, isn't it? I mean, this whole idea of going, you're about to leave school and it's like, you know, what plans are you going to do? What are you going to be doing next year? You have to answer to that. Yes, It's pretty high pressure, And I I find what often people don't realise is that the things that really matter to you, like, like when you say- where am I going to be in a year? The first thing that comes to mind is, oh, I want to be studying this. Oh, I want to be doing this. I'm yep. going to be traveling, yep, yep. blah, 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 blah. But the things that actually really matter, it's not where you're working or what you're studying or where you've been traveling. Mm. It's, and and come along this ride with me, it's All the right. type of person that you want to become. True. So that's the stuff that matters. And actually, funny enough, this was definitely the case for two of the Blackfriars seniors that featured on one of the most recent episodes of the School Life podcast. Um, Let's take a listen to it, actually, because it's a really great one. This is Peter and Harry chatting with James about what they want to do or, well, I mean, rather, who they would want to be after they graduate. What sort of person do you hope that you will be? What sort of man do you hope that you will be in the world in light of the kind of background that Blacks has given you? When you imagine your best self coming out of Black Friars, what does that person look like to you, Harry? I think there's kind of two things that pop to mind. Like, obviously, obviously, you know, coming out of school, I want to be independent in, like, I want to be able to do things. And, you know, high school is kind of preparing. University is a very independent life. You've got to be able to do things on your own. But at the same time, I think Blacks has made me realise that you can't, really be fully independent you know you have to you know sometimes you're gonna have to rely on your mates and um i feel like for the rest of my life and i'm gonna and that'd be the same with me i would you know make sure i'm there for my friends and i feel like that's a very very important thing in life okay yeah yeah well um, what's the best version of you probably one million followers on tiktok (laughs) um no um the best version of me is uh probably someone that looking back um 
can inspire people to be the best versions of themselves. I, I said that in my head prefect speech, but I really want to be someone who can always be supportive of especially their mates, but those around me, I feel like being someone who can constantly give support, encourage my peers and yeah, I feel like that's the best version of myself because I feel like when you bring out the best in others, you bring out the best in yourself. I mean, whatever is in the water down there at Blackfriars, I mean, it, it really must be something It, it did. And I've got to say, in doing those interviews on that day, it really did surprise. I was not expecting... I was expecting a lot more of that kind of what I assume to be boy school bravado. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that of when when boys are together with boys, they it's talk it a certain way. But this, their whole environment is different to that. So yeah, yeah it was pretty remarkable conversation. It's a really incredible podcast. They talk uh, a lot more about what it's uh, what it's like graduating, what they're going to be graduating, and uh, they they actually talk about what it's like to be vulnerable, which kind of plays into what you were just talking yeah. about. I mean, how amazing is that? It's um, like what? Yeah. But it's awesome. It is awesome. It's such a good one so if you'd like to check that out definitely go and do that and if you'd like to hear um, the rest of that podcast or any other podcast from the Blackfriars Priory School you can go and find those um, go and find the School Life podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Yeah, we have so much more coming up Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande on the way but right now you are listening to ArchD 107.9 Life that was Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande you're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life we've got Matthew Parker and Sia on the way in the next 10 minutes but right now I'm going to hit you with a question. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Do you remember the worldwide hit (laughs) Gangnam Style by Psy? (laughs) What would happen if I said no? I would leave. You'd be on your own, man. I think we'd we'd hear sirens in the distance. Or something. Exactly. That'd be like, like, but yeah, exactly. Like someone use one of those things that you only see on like FBI shows, like bashing through the door, barricading the door down. Going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. The door was open. (laughs) You didn't need to. You didn't need to break the door. But I guess it's not very cinematic if you just basically go. I think. Knock, knock, knock. Knock at the door. Bing bong. So this is my point though. Of course you do. Yes. So on December 21st in 2012, Gangnam Style became the first video in history on the internet to surpass 1 billion views, which is 1 billion. 1 billion, which is insane because the current one right now is is I think 6. Point something billion. And what is that? As Despacito, of course. Um, and up until this year, it was the highest ranked song ever by a South Korean artist on the Billboard 100 and it reached number 2 at its peak. Number 2. So that's that's number two in what? In on the Billboard 100. Okay, it was, so it got to yeah. number two. A song like this is so revolutionary; it leaves its mark in history. Okay. Right? So my memory, it was year five. It was at the end of the year, and we had our year five disco uh-huh. at school, uh-huh. and it was year fives were the seniors, right? So we were we were the cool kids, and they closed the night off with Gangnam Style, and okay. I just remember the whole function room went crazy. I was gonna say, did it just go off as soon oh. as you heard that? Boom, boom, boom. I can't even do it. But you know what I mean. <laughs> That sound. Absolutely. But the news today is not, in fact, how amazing Gangnam Style still is. And no, (laughs) no. The news today is that Gangnam Style has just been overtaken. The highest ranking South Korean pop star song on the Billboard 100 is no longer Gangnam Style. And what is it? Like, what's the name of the song? It's called Dynamite. It's really great. But Gangnam Style will always have a small, you know, place in my heart. 
Yeah, I think I think it's imprinted itself on the DNA of humanity oh, somehow. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's so revolutionary that it has left its mark in history. And I still and I don't have those um, childhood memories associated with it, which is no, so no. much more impactful. Well, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I refuse to believe that it's it's not relevant relevant anymore. I refuse to believe it. And you know what? To prove it, James, uh, you and I were down at Cardine the other day, actually we talking with some students about their Athon Day, which is which is like their big carnival day yep. where they celebrate the school and their print. Principal Dr. Riken went and stole the show yes, on did. the day. Let's take a listen to that clip. Talk to me about Miss, what Mr. Riken did for um, for Athon Day. No, Year Twelves were doing their dance, um, and then Mr. Riken came and stole the show with his fabulous dance moves. I actually one. thought he did really well. I'm not kidding. It was um one the Gangnam word. Style. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Never in my life did I expect to see my principal get up in front of a crowd of a lot of children and Twice. do the Gangnam Dance with his hands in the air. So clearly, clearly Gangnam Style is not dead. We have not seen the end of it yet. As always, you need to go and check out that podcast with Cardine College on the School Life Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So much more great music on the way, including one of my new favourites, actually. A great butt by Matthew Parker, but right now this is everyone's favourite from Sia. This is Together. You're listening to ArchD on 107.9 Life. That was Sia. You're listening to ArchD on 107.9 Life. We've got Katy Perry and One Republic on the way in the next 10 minutes, but right now I'm joined here with James. And we are finally talking childhood memories. <laughs> okay. Finally, we've gotten to the point. Specifically, weird memories that you have from when you were a kid that are like those silly little things yep. that make you say, "Totally." why do I remember that? And this all started because earlier today in the office, there was some maintenance going on <laughs> with some some form of a chainsaw. Okay. You, you said you was not you were going on about this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, have no idea what this so, is. So so what happened is it's like any workplace, I suppose, that whenever um, any thing like with with a council, you see uh, if there's uneven pavements or anything like that, then you've got to kind of like address it there. So, yeah, so it right. came to pass uh, the other day during my um uh, birthday party morning tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out it looked like that one of the the spots in which we were around out there uh, was a potential hazard. Oh dear! So as soon as it was identified as being a potential hazard, mm, has to be you fixed. can't unsee it. So yeah, it's like yeah. you've got to then do stuff about it. So that was what the, they were in there today yep, was fixing yep, yep. it up. So, so that was happening this morning, and it was making an absolute ruckus. Um, some well, they would have said- to have grinded cement to yes, do it, which see, is as we know not that really. Noise? That's that's not it's not a lullaby no, you can't it's, it's you can't not. you can't make it sound like fleur de lis or whatever but it's not a chainsaw i think i missed the mark i don't no, know that they were cutting grinder. up cement with chainsaws <laughs> actually much louder in actual oh, fact yes. cement grinders shook the walls but actually holly in our office said that that sound reminded her of when she was a kid like that noise brought her back to this moment in her childhood and it actually it got me thinking there was this memory that popped up in my head and it bugged me so much i had to call my nan to clarify wow okay. and it was something was so it? simple it was it was i was thinking about my very first day at school and i was on my way to my grandparents house to show off my new uniform mm. and i remember picking a flower on the way in to give to my nan and i couldn't remember the name of the flower and i had to call her up to ask her and the name of that flower turned out to be if you are interested which of course you should of course be, i am of course a hibiscus hibiscus okay Big, beautiful red flower but I remember going and giving it to her, but mm. I don't remember anything from my first day at school <laughs> other than that. Why do I remember that? Okay, interesting question. Did that flower have a smell to it? 
Yes. Okay, then that's probably why. Because really? it's like um, it's like sensory memory, um, um, smell memory, and it's funny because we were talking about like a, a memory that I remember, yeah. like a, ra- a random memory I remember, was when I was um, in. I would have been in year six mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, it was just before my family was going to move down to um, Adelaide. So um, one of the last things that my dad and I were going to do when we were still living in Brisbane was my dad was going to take me to my first big concert, right? There was Because there was a big concert of a band he really loved. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I'll take you to the, to the concert. Because always, like, there'll, there'll always be these moments where there's concerts, concerts, concerts kind of like going on. Then all of a sudden there'll be like this event that'll Ooh. happen, like the biggest artist no of the time. Just a- Concert. So therefore, the whole area of the city is kind of taken oh, over. Yeah. So there's, so we driving just wasn't something that we could do. It just wasn't something. So what we had to do is we had to like catch the, um, get dropped off at a certain spot where like they had this shuttle bus service oh, yeah. that would take us to a certain space. We had to change buses there and leave. And I remember as I was getting on the bus at this place called Garden City, we were getting on the bus, and as we got on the bus, we were like kind of wedged in behind us, and I got this really strong smell of the aftershave my dad was wearing at the ah. time. And that smell yeah. of that particular aftershave, which was Parker Raban, which was big at the time, <laughs> um, has every time I smell, I'll walk down the street and I'll be back in the line on that bus as a 10-year-old. That's incredible. So it's not literally just, oh, I smell that and I think of my dad. No, I'm there. I'm literally transported back. And I was 10 and it was the very first music gig I ever went to see. What a cool So, yeah, it was unbelievable. So this is the fact that I went on to become a musician later because I was probably there at the show going, is this what live music is? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, this is like a once in a lifetime experience. It's a part of Mm. your life. So it's, it's literally... It's these silly little memories. It's like the ones the ones that make us laugh or like you said, the ones that have, you know, something else really like connected to us yep. um, that really stand out, obviously. And this is exactly what we were actually talking about when we were talking with um, an old scholar from St. Bridget's um, while we oh, were yes. recording for the School Life podcast. Do yes. you remember that? I, and I think I remember what it is you're about to bring up yes, too because yes, it was yes. so crazy. So uh, he started school 50 years ago. Take a listen. This is a clip of Patrick Willis talking about what he remembers from school. Kids were happy. Kids were just generally happy because I, I put it down to the space. They could run. They, were, they could breathe air. I can't recall ever getting milk at the convent, but we certainly got fresh milk here and it was part of the school program back in those days but I can clearly remember lining up at recess or before recess to get your milk. Is there a particular memory that comes to mind? There is always a moment that's a touchstone isn't there that accompanies a feeling? Yeah I think it was the milk. <laughs> the milk. <laughs> I, really do. I just love the milk as we all did. It was a treat. And and it is a treat. It tastes good because it does you good. It truly is. And I and I love I love about that is that he doesn't like it's not just the milk, it's the emotion behind it. Like he literally talks about standing in line waiting for that cold, fresh milk mm. that really, really just stands out. Yeah. It's just one of those like silly little memories. And even the way he he tells it, it kind of takes you there as well. Yeah. Go, what would it be in the kitchen drinking milk? <laughs> I'm going to go get myself a glass of milk after this. 
<laughs> awesome. How refreshing. How amazing. And on that note, we've, we've got Katy Perry and One Republic coming up. But right now, the next song, this is one of my favorite bops. And it's very suiting to what we were just talking about. This is Snapshot by Matthew Parker. You're listening to Arch D 1079 Life. That was Kygo and One Republic. You're listening to Arch D 1079 Life. Katy Perry coming up in a short while. Yeah. Now, um, we've been talking a lot about podcasts that we've made yes, recently. We one of the ones that um, I went and did. And I had to listen to it again last night and really enjoyed it, actually. Because what one of the things was we produced a little while ago, but it was like a delayed release mm-hmm. one. So we've only just kind of put it out. Um, so I hadn't heard it for a little while. And it was just really great to, to hear it all again. Um, they... Uh, like in high in high schools in Catholic high schools, youth ministry is a pretty common thing. Like you come across it all the time. However, like youth ministry in primary schools, it's a bit yeah. less common. You don't yeah. really think about it so much. But Nazareth really do it. They really take it very seriously. Mm. And their youth minister down in the primary school is a girl named Shahani Winter. And uh, I had the opportunity to catch up with her a little bit uh, about everything to do with with her and and kind of what led her. Uh, to be a youth minister down there. In year eight, I decided that I wanted to go to Bathurst Island because in year eight, they um, advertise it to you and be like, oh, this is what you can do in year 12. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be one of those people. Why? That's like five years later. Yeah. yeah. Um, coming from a background where you are less fortunate. So I'm from the Philippines and there there's a lot of poverty around you. And for me, I was very fortunate to come to Australia. My parents made a really big difference in my life. And so I sort of want to follow in their footsteps and be like, um, if they want to, they're helping out the less fortunate, like maybe that's something I should do. It was amazing. It was, it was something that I've never done before and it was very new. And then from then on, I decided to do a trip to Timor last day. Which is something that people have an opportunity to do as an old scholar. Yes. First right. year out? Uh, no. Or anytime? Anytime. And so I did it twice, two years in a row. Why twice? Why twice? I think the first time you're just having a feel of what's it like because it it is quite different to Bathurst. There's a lot more poverty and it's uh, you get to visit more schools than just the one and you stay there a bit longer Um, and it's quite a different environment and I mean every country's going to be different Um, and this one I think you just had to really adjust and the first year is just sort of like getting to know the community, getting to know the people, getting to know the students. The second year is rebuilding that connection, that relationship with the community especially because they are very lovely people and um, getting to know them. I think even after the two weeks in the first year, you're like, you're bonded. And so I think the second year was just great to go back and to see them and see how they're going. It's a great podcast, actually, and we also visit the. They do a, a part of the day where all of a sudden, for the very first time ever, all the secondary students come together with the primary students. Oh, cool! In a in a joint youth ministry day, and it's actually quite surprising mm. how well it goes. Because oh, you imagine really? um, high school students and primary school students, yeah. you never think that they're trying to come together at the same sort of like level, talk about the same things. But the way in which they, I remember walking in there and seeing them all like primary school students and high school students together on the same sort of tables talking and exchanging ideas and, oh, wow. and all that kind of stuff. So it was really amazing actually. And we capture all of that uh, in that podcast. So if you uh, go to the, probably the easiest way to do it is to go to the 
ArchD Radio and Podcasting Facebook page because we've got the links out to all the podcasts from there. So if you want to go there, um, you can find the link to the Nazareth Justice and Ministry Part 2, I think it is, and you see a picture of a very smiling Shahani there as the as the yeah, um, it's, podcast Yeah, it's a type. really awesome podcast. Actually, I didn't know that about how like how really involved that they are, you know, with the, with the primary school stuff, which is so cool, particularly I think it's – because with me, I didn't do it in primary school and then I got to high school and I was like wanted to be really involved, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I love that they've like rooted it in the primary school. Yep. So it's, you know, kids can get used to it and they can get excited about it. And, you know, yeah. and like you said, like it creates that bridge across from primary school to middle school, uh, uh, to high school, sorry, where, you know, you you have a common ground and, yeah. and you you can take what you can do in high school to like a whole nother level because you don't, you've already done that foundation work. And you know I think I mean? too, when you're talking about ideas around Catholic identity, I think the, they're quite simple in terms of the way in which when you're, when you're a younger student, you can actually look at them in a way. Because if you look at Catholic social teaching as your, as your sort of leaping off point with the whole ideas of um, the, the idea of, you know, care for our common home, you know, like mm. looking after the planet, looking after each other, yeah. uh, the idea of uh, taking care of people who are not doing as well as you, um, you know, be, being welcoming and inclusive of all people, which is really what forms the basis of what Catholic social teaching is. Um, it's very easy to, once you've normalised that and made that just a part of who you are as a person, and kind of like taking it away from the whole idea of, of going, you know, to be Catholic is to be, there's got to be such huge elements of it based in prayer or ministry or liturgy. Yeah. Like that is part of what being a Catholic is, but it is only one part. Mm. There is such another huge part as well about how you are, how you act in the world and uh, and all of that kind of stuff. So, and that's the part that really matters, isn't it? That's the, that's the accessible part that can apply to anyone who goes to any school that they can really take on and like, you know, it, it can just... You can take that and you can do yeah. so much with it. I remember I had a conversation a few years ago now. I know uh, Jess Sash, she now works as a, as a youth minister and a, a worship leader in the in the Adelaide Hills in, uh, for, a, for a Catholic parish there. And she said to me once when she was, uh, as a year 12 student, when she was at St. Francis de Sales, she was saying, you know, I really always wanted to be a seven-day-a-week Catholic, not a one-day-a-week Catholic. Mm. And I thought, wow. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Because it really then is about who you are in the world. Yeah. Not necessarily about who you are at mass and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but then what do you do once you leave? What? How do you then interact and how do you, you know, spread the good news just in what you do in every day? And, uh, yeah, I think that's really powerful. I think yeah, that really comes across. that's what it's all about. Mm. We've got so much more coming up. But right now, this is Katy Perry. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. That was Katy Perry. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. We're just about done for the day. We are Michaela Howard Jones, <laughs> exceptional radio anchoring. Uh, it's been it's been a high. Where am I? I've, I've blacked out. <laughs> How did I do? How did I do? <laughs> Fill me in, in. In speaking to your inner body lying on the ground, <laughs> blacked out, Michaela. You did great. Ah, uh, she she would appreciate that <laughs> if she? she were here in consciousness. She would. She'd appreciate oh, well, we'll, that. We'll go, we'll go into the kitchen to get a glass of cold water to throw in her face and go, Maybe wake cold up, milk. Wake up, well, cold milk. <laughs> wake up, Michaela. <laughs> and I apologise. Your hair's going to smell pretty bad in about two hours. But uh, you did great. 
Oh, well done. Oh, it was great to be here. Always, yeah. always a pleasure. We did a little bit of a check just before we finished. It was like the whole anchoring bit. You got your whole script down. It was oh. perfect. But you didn't have the last bit. I don't know what the last bit okay, is. Okay, the last bit. Fortunately, I have committed it to memory because oh. I've done it 400 Thank times. goodness okay. for that. Okay, we are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music and we will see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye.